Be'ezes Hashem Yizborech. We will continue where we are learning the holy letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12. And the Shir is Luschus, Refuah Shalema, Frehinda Bastaberach. We are learning this letter that the act of charity is peace and that the inner obsession and the inner fully attentive mind, body, and all of my energy is obsessed with compassion when I do that, a qualitative form of compassion, pushing myself to the limit. When I engage in compassion that is suffering with another person where I am deeply into the other person's plight, that brings on the world a never-ending, everlasting tranquility. We're going very deep into the difference between the two and how the Holy Balatanya explains that if you just engage in the activity of charity, the activity of peace, then you will create a superficial peace, an awesome, amazing revelation of peace will come upon you. But that peace is only superficial. It has not entirely eradicated the ego. It has not entirely eradicated selfishness and agony. Not a, it has not allowed you entirely to get in touch with the core of who you are. And this is the most amazing revelation that the Holy Balatanya gives in this letter. That person is searching his whole life. And he hopes to find fulfillment. But what could that fulfillment look like? person has no idea. He could sit in a psychology office for years to undo trauma and pain and damage. But to get to the core of fulfillment, of satisfaction, to understand what does it mean, what am I really looking for? Very few people have any inkling at all. Many studies have shown that people want a certain type of tranquility. And they know all different reasons that are holding them back from having this peace in the home, husband and wife, peace with the children, fulfillment in your job. And they have, they go for therapy to get rid of all the things that are holding them back from what they want. But then there are people that have almost everything they want, but they don't have fulfillment. Many people think that if they stop all the problems that they have in their life, they will instantly have fulfillment. Over here, the Holy Balatanya touches on 
the most profoundest fulfillment that a person can have, man can have in this world, which is to be similar to the creator of the world, which is to experience real peace, real tranquility, which means that there's two types of life. There's a life where I am still struggling with my ego, with my sense of self, with my glimmer. And in that space, a person is dealing with his animal. And when he deals with his animal, there is a tremendous fulfillment that he wants to have, enjoyment, food, all the forms of pleasures in this world. And the Holy Balatanya explains that to touch one moment of being similar to God, to touch one moment when the core of your soul comes out, when you touch that for one moment, In that space, you have touched avoid the senu. You have touched avoid of tzedakah. You have touched the obsession of compassion, which unleashes a never-ending, everlasting tranquility. Which means that you've reached, you've fulfilled, you've touched the highest fulfillment man can have. And that is a tranquility. That is a clarity. That the ego's form of depression, the ego's form of fulfillment, instantly becomes obliterated. And this is a most awesome transformational idea. To understand that if you engage in the activity of compassion, even if you're a compassionate person, and... You have compassion in you. Then. Then. You give compassion to another person. And your experience has unleashed a peace in the world. You have touched. The beginning of compassion. It's the most fulfilling thing. But then. There is a deeper sense. There is one moment in time where a person does something so radical, so extraordinary, so selfless, which in that space, the act alone has eradicated the ego. The act alone has burst forth from within the ego, from within the shadow of who I am. And the core of who I am is a part of God. The the core of who I am is infinity, is illimitable, unimaginable. And the goal of life is that God made us in the image of God. And the goal is in the messianic era, When we will all, the Jewish people, will witness the highest space of man, 
They will all reach Adam Adam al-Aliyah. We will all be in a space where there will be complete tranquility, complete harmony. Where we will live with the never-ending everlasting energy that was created through the 6,000 years of Hayom Lasoyso. Since Matan Torah, the energy of the Torah mitzvahs that was done in the world and the tremendous self-sacrifice. And this energy lives on. And in the Messianic era, we will have become witness to this. We will have refined eyes. We will be able to see the radical new hybrid, the new revolution and revelation, the transformational energy of body and soul, of physical and spiritual intertwined, where they meld, where they become a new identity, where the world is filled with the knowledge of God, where the compassion, the heartfelt energy that one Jew has to another becomes the vibrational energy of the world. It becomes the frequency. It becomes the interconnectedness between all Jewish hearts. where the Jewish people form one unit of deep sensitivity, where the dwelling of God, the dwelling of the infinite energy happens in us. And it's moments of time in our life that become the most magical. To understand this in its essence, we need to understand that we need to see the story. The holy Hasidic masters tell us that in the year 1573, in the city of Tzvas, Elio Anavi came to a home and there was a simple Jew living there. Simple yet devoted, did not understand fully everything in Judaism, but he was very simple. But although he was simple, he would also mourn the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. And in one day, in 1573, Eriyonavi knocked at his door. And the holy Hasidic masters tell us that when he walked into the house and he revealed himself as Elijah the prophet, the house was filled with a radiance and all the children woke up and started to dance. And Leo Novi tells him that I came from heaven to share with you the date of Mashiach's arrival. And not only did I come to share with you the date of Mashiach's arrival, I came to share with you all the secrets of the holy books, the mystical wisdom, the secrets of creation. Because in heaven they are so spellbound, they are so overwhelmed by the one deed you did on your 13th birthday, the one good deed that you did, that no one in heaven can comprehend what you did. And if you would just reveal to me what you did that's so wondrous, that from heaven they decided that you should be receiving the reward of all these secrets and the messianic 
the messianic era's arrival, the date that Mashiach will come. And this man turned to Leo and he said, what I did, I did for God alone. And if my reward is that I should get it because I'm going to have to tell you what I did, then I don't need the reward. When Leo and saw that, he left the house. And he went back to heaven. And as soon as he arrived in heaven, they sent him straight back and they told him, could you imagine this Jew, what he did on his 13th birthday, nobody could comprehend. And then when they're ready to give him a reward, he said, I didn't do it for the reward. I didn't do it so you should know what I did. I did it for God himself. And this story contains an unbelievable insight because the story goes on. They told Eliyahu Avi from heaven, go back down to the world and teach the man all the hidden secrets because we don't even know what type of reward we can give this man. And how do we even know this story? Because the story goes on. Because the holy Rebbe Adam Baal Shem Tev, when he was trying to convince the Baal Shem Tev to reveal himself, the Baal Shem Tev played as if he was a simple peasant, a simple person. And Baal Shem Tev was destined to change the world. Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem, he contained the real name of Yisrael. Whole entire Bnei Yisrael. And Rabbi Adam Baal Shem told the Holy Baal Shem Tev, you came in this world to change the world. And Baal Shem Tev would not give in, he would not listen. And there are many fascinating stories with Achia Shiloini who tried to convince the Baal Shem Tev to reveal himself. Until the story is that the, the Balshemtev's old father came from the other world to try to convince Achia Shiloini to let the Balshemtev not reveal himself. And the holy Adam Balshem and Achia Shiloini, they left two letters hidden in the forest for the Balshemtev. And the first one contained the story that happened in 1573 with the old man, the old man who was, who came, Leo Novi is described as the old man who comes to this Yid's house in Tzvas and he tells him, I want to teach you the secrets. And he tells him, I don't want to know any of the secrets if I have to reveal what I did on my 13th day. And until today, we don't know the good deed that we did, that he did. But this story we know because the Baal Shem Tev, before he revealed himself, he put tremendous battle. He wanted to remain humble. But the holy Rabbi Adam Baal Shem left this letter from him, from heaven. And when the Baal Shem Tev is reading the story about the Jew from 19, from 1573, and at the end of the letter, it says the story that this Jew, after learning all the secrets and becoming one of the greatest tzaddikim of the generation, he remained hidden 
But when he went up to heaven and he came to Gan Eden, they said, we don't know what type of reward to give to you. And at that moment, God himself decreed that this soul should come back down into the world as Rabbi Yisrael ben Eliezer. And the Holy Balshemtiv is reading this letter and he realizes that the story is talking about him. That in his previous lifetime, he did some tremendous good deed. And from one deed, one moment of time, one avoidance at Sadaka, one never ending, everlasting moment, went on and on, 1573. Malshemtev reveals himself in 1734 on his 36th birthday. And the rest is history because he made Dalias the Shamatra, Heichala Mashiach, he goes to and he asks, Messiah, when are you going to come? And Mashiach tells him, You, when the world will know the secrets of the Tanya, the secrets of the Balshemtiv, when the world will know all of the secrets of Hasidic philosophy, when the world will know, when the wellsprings of your secrets that you are given, when the world will know those secrets, that's when Mashiach will come. So this is to understand the harnessing of this creative energy. One moment in time, a 13-year-old boy, simple boy, could have been me or you. Could be a boy or a girl, bar mitzvah, bas mitzvah. On the day of the bar mitzvah, he did a good deed that we don't know what that deed is till today. But we know that that deed was one moment in time. And that deed caused him many years later to get the revelation of Elio Navi to be told that he's going to be given the time when Mashiach is going to come and he's going to be given all the secrets of creation, all the secrets of the Eitzachayim, all the secrets of the Holy Torah, the mystical secrets, which when we are blind, when we are living a life of blindness, we can't even imagine what these secrets are. We can't imagine that the holy books contain stuff that will give us Ganadin in this world, that will radically transform the way we live. But one moment in time, and then he came. And what was the schar of that moment? What does the Balatanya say in this letter? The schar is when you live a moment of never-ending, everlasting, obsessive compassion, when you truly push yourself to the limit and you change someone's life, the reward is that you lose your ulterior motive. Your soul and your body make peace to the point that your animal inside you, your ego, loses its significance, loses its hold over you. So you don't do things for the reward. You do things for what they are. Selflessness for selflessness. To live for today, not to live for another day, not to live for one moment in time, not to live for a glimmer, but to live for life itself. To see the uniqueness, the awesome opportunity now that we have to be kind. And we see this in this story because when Eliyahu came to offer him the reward, Mashiach's arrival, the secrets, he told him, I did it for God. I did the activity, this obsessive thing that I did, this qualitative good deed that Change the whole entire future of humanity forever. This deed I did for God himself. Which the reward is the deed. The deed is the reward. He did such a pure good deed. But this pure deed allowed him to continue, continue doing 
without hoping for reward, without hoping for applause, which that itself is the reward. But the reward is never ending and everlasting because from heaven they come back and they teach him all the secrets. So he gets all everything, never ending and everlasting tranquility. And not only the Baal Shem Tev, who in his previous lifetime was a 13-year-old boy who did one deed, not only did he become one of the greatest sages in the world, not only did he become one of the greatest mystics who knew all the secrets of creation, he later on comes back down into the world and he becomes the greatest giant of the last few hundred years. Not only the greatest giant, but the giant that's going to usher in the Messianic era. The one who radically transformed all of our lives. All of our obsessive compassion, all the things that we know, all the secrets that we know now, that we can live a tranquil life, a life full of meaning, where we can usher in the Messianic era now, where we can have peace and harmony now. It's all because of one deed that one 13-year-old boy did. You see the never-ending, everlasting tranquility that is in one moment of time. The Yisrael Shabbat Neshama. The Yisrael Shabbat Neshama is one moment in time. Rachel gives up the secret to marry her, to marry the most beautiful man. She was ready to get married to him. Man of her dreams. And she gives it up. For her sister, because she can't bear to see the jealousy and the shame, the highly intuitive, sensitive, compassionate woman. She'll suffer from that. Her husband will have to work another seven years for her. But in the end, she will be given birth to one child, Yosef. One moment in time. It's a never-ending, everlasting. She's the mother of Yosef Atzadik, mother of Binyamin Atzadik, mother of Mordechai Atzadik. She changed history forever. Yosef owns Mitzrayim, and the schus of Yosef is Kriyas Yamsuf, and we are called by the name of Yosef throughout the whole Gullus, and every energy, the miracle of Hanukkah happened, the schus Yosef. Everything is beschus Yosef, beschus Rachel, because Rachel engineered that compassion in Yaakov. She made that compassion real. And ultimately, that gave birth to Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tev, The one who woke up the Jewish people in the time of faint. All because of one deed. A never-ending, everlasting deed of kindness that a 13-year-old boy did. And that is the awesome responsibility and revolution. And demands that the Balatanya said to everybody that he spent his whole life doing compassion. That he said that me and you, as simple as we are, when no one's looking, when you are by yourself and you see your own simplicity, your own brokenness, no one thing that you can be selfless just like that 13-year-old boy. You can engage in obsessive compassion. You can change someone's life. And the reward is the act. It's never-ending and everlasting. And the beauty in that whole act is that even though you see, you witness, we witness these stories that show us the true beauty, the true reward, the true gratification and life force that we will bring into this world, we will only witness in the Messianic era, as he says in this letter. And to understand this with every fiber of your being is to choose a life of obsessive compassion. And even if you don't choose that as a life, to choose it one time, you decide at one time you're going to do it. Because it's one time 
that ushers in a lifetime of obsessive compassion. Because the act is the reward. If you can touch one time this qualitative space, if you can meld your body and soul to the point that you push your body and you do much more than your compassion, then the reward is a never-ending everlasting peace which allows you to continue to go in this way. As you see with this 13-year-old boy, never-ending, everlasting. Shemtiv's good deeds are never-ending, everlasting, radically transformed all of our lives. Me and you, we're only learning this today because of a 13-year-old boy who did some good deed that we still don't even know what it is. And this is the tremendous magical revolution of the idea of Avoidus HaTzedakah. That every single person, no matter what type of person, no matter what type of life, you can finally realize that the true fulfillment in life, true ultimate tranquility that a person can have, not to go to a therapy room to figure out what's stopping me from enjoying life and then to get rid of that only to realize that I'm still depressed, but to realize that the secrets have been given to us in this Sefer of Datanya. To choose a life of obsessive compassion is the highest form of tranquility. And we all search for tranquility. It's something that's never ending, everlasting, something that will change our legacy. Our legacy means our children, our future, our own way of reframing our past experiences. Because one moment in time, Yisrael was born from Rachel's one moment. And Yisrael becomes Yosef and Yosef becomes Mashiach and Yosef. And it's ushered in through Yisrael which is the Baal Shem Tif, because it's all one moment in time that becomes never-ending and everlasting. And every Jew has the ability to rise above from Yaakov to Yisrael, to rise above from Leah to Rachel. And in that space, we all make peace. Leah becomes Rachel and Rachel becomes Leah. Yisrael becomes Yaakov and Yaakov becomes Yisrael. In that space, there's tremendous unity because Mashiach and David and Mashiach and Yosef make peace. Yosef, who represents Rachel and Yisrael, and Mashiach and David who represents Leah and Yaakov. Where they all make peace because the Messianic era is ushered in and then we live with all what we accomplished today. But we have to do it today because when we see the tremendous reward, how gratifying it will be that we, will, we were part of the ushering in the Messianic era. We were ones with our obsessive compassion where we tap into the true core of who I am, that my job is just the chet etzadas, but who I am is beyond the chet etzadas, my obsessive compassion, my ability to transcend my selfishness, to explore the depth of my selfishness, which is really Yisrael, which means to be selfish, only to give it selflessly to another person, which means to usher in a miraculous energy, a never-ending everlasting energy, and to watch these stories, witness them up close, and see how me and you, as simple as we are, we can do it today.